This episode of Inside EMS is brought to you by Lexapol, the experts in policy, training, wellness support and grants assistance for first responders and government leaders. To learn more, visit lexapol.com. That's L-E-X-I-P-O-L.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of Inside EMS. I'm not Chris Ceballero, as you can tell. I'm his English stunt double stand-in guy that he has on when he goes off and does something uber cool. And I think he's overseas as we speak. And so I'm Rob Lawrence. I'm I jumped over the fence from my own podcast, uh, EMS One Stop, which is also on the same uh, the same channel. Do take a chance to uh, to listen to that too. I've got to do a plug. But as always, there's always one constant. When Chris is away, there's a man that's always here to anchor the show, and that's our friend Kelly Grayson. How are you, mate? I'm good, man. I'm uh, I'm stuck in a hotel in northern Arkansas because I was playing Good Samaritan to a couple of stranded stranded damsels in distress. Um, but it's good to see you again. Uh, I, I note yet again that you and Robin Leach are not in the same place at the same time. Uh, and you still have the same initials. I'm, I'm, you know, just just for our listeners, can can you say lifestyles of the rich and famous? Well, this is lifestyles of the EMS rich and famous, and oh, okay. you know, okay. you're right. We've never seen. Oh, in other paper. words, in other words, we make uh, substantially more than minimum wage. <laughs> well, that uh, and and let let me get straight in with the, the the plug. Of course, I'm over here in California. We are running legislation to improve our Medicaid. Medical rates awesome. to actually pay people more, and uh, very necessary. Ex- you know, and the exciting thing is that all of our union partners are in this with us, and so it's everybody concerted effort. Maybe a chat for another show. However, so this brings us on to this week's guest, and I'd like to welcome Jason Patton from Fire Department Coffee. And uh, if you, like me, sat down and watched some of his content uh, that's uh, available, and we'll obviously put those links in the show notes. Jason, I've got to tell you, I sat there and went. Yep, that been there, done that. Yep, that happened to me. <laughs> and uh, so you, you guys have to watch some of the content. But uh, so why don't you tell us a little bit about you and a bit about the product and a bit about the kind of message that you're trying to put across to our uh, our EMS ambulance fire communities? Yeah, for sure. First off, uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. And I will say it, it, it's it's either your professionalism or your accent, but that was the most professional uh, intro I've heard on a podcast. It was uh, perfect. And Kelly. I also record uh, voicemail messages. And Kelly, you might want to explain more uh, than I'm stuck in a hotel because I was rescuing two damsel in distress. Like that just. Oh, happened. no. Let, 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 it, let it stiff, right? Just like that. He's going to leave her um, right there. Perfect. Was, everyone, everyone has. I was at the uh, I was at the World Steampunk Ep- Exposition in Lafayette, and uh, a couple of our our guests of honor uh, their their vehicle blew up, um, and they have to get back to Northern Arkansas, and they're just you know I'm a, okay I'm a, I'm a sucker for for uh, strays and damsels in distress, so I took uh, I took them and their gaffer back all the way to northern arkansas i'm assuming when you um, say blue up you're talking engine not ied right let's just go uh, yeah yeah good, good uh, to know. engine be interesting yeah yeah <laughs> uh but no again i appreciate you guys having me on yeah, so fire department coffee we established 2016 uh i actually got involved because of my videos on fire department chronicles and I met Luke Schneider, the CEO of Fire Department Coffee. He's a Navy veteran, and uh, we are uh, veteran-owned and firefighter-run. It's been an incredible journey up to this point.
point. Our goal has been a high quality coffee to every uh, hardworking man and woman across the world, which we've really, uh, really been able to do. And we've really, really had a good time doing it. And obviously a portion of our sales go back to helping sick and injured first responders. So uh, it's been uh, an amazing thing. I literally just came back from the NHRA. We are now the official coffee of the NHRA and Ooh. I got to watch some incredible racing. I actually got to sit down by the uh, race, by the uh, track, and stand right next to one of those top fuelers going off. Just feel it. It's, yeah. it's like I had earplugs. <laughs> I mean, it takes your breath away. It was the most incredible thing I've ever experienced. It was so cool. So, um, yeah, it, it, this, this, everything has been very, very, very cool, rising quickly. And obviously, the goal of every video we've ever put out is just to create some, some fun awareness of what we deal mm -hmm. with as first responders, you know, firefighters, paramedics, EMTs. I'm lucky enough I get to uh, enjoy both sides of that fence, which I, I actually genuinely do enjoy. But I think, uh, man, our world, the world in general, but especially our world we need some humor we need a little uh a little way to be able to laugh some stuff off so i'm very very uh very lucky i get to do it yes indeed i uh you know and normally in this podcast with sub valero i have to wear both hats i have to be both the smart and the funny one and now i get to take a night off so uh um the that's that's a, a wonderful thing and and you guys at fire department coffee are supplying the the top fuel for uh public yeah. safety and ems <laughs> the thing that keeps us the keep thing that keeps us functioning um uh, i don't know if you're as bag a big a, a caffeine uh junkie as i am rob but uh I can't do without a i can't I'm do never without there you, <laughs> go. there you go it's always there you know, it's funny too, because as I've gotten older, I've had to learn, like, I mean, I love coffee. I just love the taste of it. I love everything. Uh -huh. about it. I've had to learn. Um, I can go to sleep after a cup of coffee, but it will not be a good, like, uh, to sleep. So after about five o'clock, I got to watch what I'm drinking, man. Otherwise, it's, I'm going to be up all night, which is crazy, man. I'm in this field so long, you wouldn't think so. Now, see, my, my superpower is, is, is I can sleep when I choose to sleep, no matter what. You can have a brass band playing in the room. I can be amped up on caffeine or methamphetamine or whatever. Uh, did I say methamphetamine? I mean, listen, listen, whatever it takes to get <laughs> No judgment. Day. Yeah, yeah, no judgment. <laughs> I think uh, what certainly what you're doing, Jason, is is exceptionally relatable. And again, you're right. You know, the, the, the Patch Adams School of Medicine, right? The humor, mm -hmm. that, that little bit of a, mm -hmm. a laugh. Sometimes they say that our humor is, you know, black in order to to cope. But actually, I, I watched a couple of a couple of them, and uh, you know the the case where we have a, a vehicle contact, and the driver who was previously noted to be walking around is now uh -huh. having some degree of neck and back pain. Uh -huh. uh, I'm sure everyone watching and listening, because of course we're on video and we're on podcast, can relate to that moment. I, I know in one of my old services, and I won't mention, but it was a three thousand miles to my east. You know, when there was a bus crash, they locked the doors to stop more people jumping on. That and I'm telling you, it was so funny because the original video I wanted to make was that was that because we went on a, a van accident and we get there, we're assessing people, and this guy walks up to us and he goes, "Hey, not everyone that's in that van right there or, or right there was in that vehicle when it crashed." And we're like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, sure, sure as crap, people were piling in there. And at one point in time uh, in, our, in my state, you got like you were guaranteed ten thousand dollars from any car accidents. They were just trying to get as much of that money as possible. But that is hysterical, man, because I'm telling you, when I started making those videos, that was all about the things I've seen in the fire service or, or as a paramedic. 
like people would think as psychotic as some of these things are like people pouring urine in their eyes for pink eye they would they, you would think that would be a one-off and it is not even no, close no. to a one-off <laughs> no. it's amazing we had a we had a similar uh van accident just down the street from our ambulance quarters years ago uh from a certain manufacturing or, or uh, uh plant that bust mm -hmm. in workers and people from the low-income housing complex on the hill above it came down and laid in the ditch and we knew that that not everybody that was pretending to be a patient was actually in that van yeah. <laughs> i remember remember one guy lying on his back holding his breath and feigning unconsciousness and i got a laryngoscope in my hand and, and started to scissor his mouth open and, and said just offhand to my partner Man, if this guy knew how many dead people's mouths this laryngoscope had been in, he'd sit up and take a breath. And he, lo and behold, he did. <laughs> That's funny. That's you know, and, I mean, and I love I love doing the videos. And I uh I got a really good compliment one time in a on a I was talking to a guy about possibly making a firefighter movie. And he said, uh, he goes, What's cool about the videos is that you still sh you show that there's empathy coming from the fire service and paramedics. And then, you know, because not all people are stupid, man. Listen, I tell people, well, if you're thinking 911, call 911. We'd rather show up and tell you, you know, you don't need to go to the hospital versus mm. the opposite. So, yeah. but it's the truth, man. I mean, it's, you, you can't, you literally, as the saying goes, you literally can't make this stuff up. It was just, it's impossible. It kind of represents the quirk that uh, people deal with on the road. And uh, a lot of this would go in that book that we all know we want to write, which is you couldn't make yeah. that yeah. insert word here up. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, in the and in the same way that, you know, we all watch uh, Will uh, Flannery. And of course, you know, that because that's relatable to the to the hospital. And, uh, and immediately this is relatable to the world of you know emergency medical services. So we, were you the firefighter first or the medic first? Which Which came first? So I was actually, uh, I went to EMT school, then paramedic. Uh, I worked in a, for a private ambulance company for about two years. Uh, and during that time, I went to fire school. And uh, so here you have to be at minimum an EMT to now to even go to fire school, you have to be a minimum of an EMT. Yeah. But uh, so I got hired on as I worked as a medic for a little bit and then got hired on as a firefighter medic and uh, been doing both. And yeah, I, yeah. EMS is easy to make fun of just because there's just such a oh, wide yeah. variety of stuff to make fun of in there. But I genuinely enjoy it, man. I love there's just there's nothing more heart pounding or uh, like adrenaline driving than showing up on a call and someone is literally looking at you. And, and like uh, my first like classic SVT was like that. We walked through the doors and the guy's like like crap on like sitting on the on in his chair tripoding looks right at us with sweat dripping off his face. And he goes, I'm going to die. And we're like, oh, crap, you're going to die. <laughs> so we ended up welding him. That was a whole like thing. But it was, it's, it's, uh, there's nothing um, more energizing than truly saving someone's life. And it's just, mm -hmm. it's, it's just a really cool thing. I just got to jump you know, in there, Jason. When you moved away, I just got challenge coin envy. Oh, for those, yeah. for those listening and not watching. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, hang on, man. So, I'll, I'll, you've got uh. four rows. I've only got two. So, uh, <laughs> I also have uh, I also have that one too. <laughs> okay, you win. Let's get back to the show. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's get back to the show. Yeah, challenge going envy uh, on both of us. Uh, um, I 
I'm very lucky, man. I go to these shows uh, at the IC and stuff yeah. and people, and I mean, and I want to display them properly. So I, my, my wife has been incredible getting these stuff, but I, man, I love challenge coins. You know what the worst part is? I probably have about 450 challenge coins. And if you do the whole challenge coin thing in a bar, I'm going to buy the drinks every time. Cause I never carry one in my pocket. I'm the worst man. It's so <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, there's um, a large rucksack to bring. And oh, no, which, which one is it? Is it the, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll have to, we'll have to send him one. That he can carry around and he can tell people, no, no, that's not a condom. That's a challenge coin just in case. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, your, your fire department chronicles is, is on my, on my regular watch list and uh, subscribing in my feed. Cause I, I need my humor. I try to stay off most of the EMS sites mm-hmm. uh, because they are people with uh, monosynaptic idiots uh, and too many t-shirt ads, but the, I I watch. I'm a fire department chronicles firefighter Fenton. Nice. <laughs> uh, I think I found fire uh, fire department chronicles from firefighter Fenton. Uh-huh. First watching uh, your stash is amazing. Uh, um, uh, where the the cops uh-huh. into the firefighter stashes, uh-huh. uh, and I watched that and Doctor Glockenflecken um, to awesome. to give us a yeah. And um, so what what I want to ask is over other than an overdeveloped sense of whimsy. Uh, what brought about the fire department chronicles? Where you, what, what spurred you to say, man, I can make people laugh. Let's do that. I think it was, uh, I've said it a million times. There, there's one of me in every fire department across the world. Like, oh yeah, some guy that's cracking the joke, you know, someone that's, uh, definitely more inappropriate jokes at inappropriate times, you know, that kind of thing. But I just, man, we just were messing around the station with a GoPro started fire department, uh, it was uh national geographics fire department edition. That was the first one uh, that, and then we got a, a lovely ce- cease and desist from national geographics. And, uh, <laughs> and they're, they're, you know, I gotta, I gotta give credit. They were totally cool about the whole thing. They're like, Hey, so yeah, change your name. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Uh, so change the name. And, um, and then just, just, it just, it's developed over time of like, highlighting the different things, the different paramedics or firefighters or EMTs that you work with, and then kind of morphed into uh, the TikTok-y stuff that I really enjoyed, you know, yeah. kind of showing uh, when other people were putting videos up, kind of like saying, hey, that's probably not the best way to be doing that. Then the yeah, green the stitches screens. are great. Yeah. Yeah. I love doing the stitches, man. And then my green screens is where that, that actually, that's what really accelerated my pages. And that was really fun because those shows were just atrocious. I mean, they were just like nowhere in the realm of reality. And uh, <laughs> I had so much fun making fun of those. And then uh, and then most recently is the real things I've done. So it's been fun, man. It's been a cool little development. So, so what is your followership on these various channels then, Jason? Uh, I, I believe all across all channels right now, it's like, I think it's just over 5 million followers is what I have right now. So that's spectacular and so that leads me on to the next question then of course we we want to use promote social media use social media to tell not 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 only your story but obviously departmental stories Mm -hmm. Um, we've got campaigns going on in california where we're trying to target Mm -hmm. politicians with with things so how do you build an audience what are the secrets to do to do that on social media you know it's like anything in life uh you you gotta expect to to not do well at first right there's always Mm -hmm. a learning curve figuring out and what's what's incredible about social media is it is constantly changing the the algorithms are changing the social media is trying to keep up with with what uh the followers and creators want so on and so forth so don't be afraid to put out videos that don't get good traction i i I literally still have those today where I'll put something out and it just doesn't get that great of a viewership. Be true to who 
you are, if your goal is to create social media videos to uh, maybe get a higher rate of volunteers coming into the service, then figure out what's what's going to kind of drive them in there, like more of a brotherhood or sisterhood in the fire service, showing them the cool things that you get to do as a firefighter. I mean, propane fires, you know, car accidents, all that kind of fun stuff. But the big thing is, is uh, try to think outside of the box, right? Like whatever you see all the time, see if you can mm-hmm. kind of get outside of that. And then repeatability. The two big things I've seen, if you find something that that people enjoy, repeat it. Repeat it, repeat it until, you know, you perfect it or wear that out. And then if, as long as it's not an educational piece that has to be serious, if you are trying to do something mildly comedic or whatever, put a flaw in the video. And it doesn't have to be a big flaw. It can be like you're holding your hand up and you have five and you say six people came up to me today. If you do that, people love to correct you. God, they love it. And what happens is is algorithmically that shoots it through the stratosphere because everyone's like, five, five, there's five, not six. And then that's everyone's commenting that and it just shows it to their friends, showed it to their friends. So those are little tiny tips, you know, to kind of help hopefully build a a foundation and then kind of move it from there. I'm not sure where we were going to go today, but actually I I think this is a great kind of segment to talk about how, you know, using social media to to increase the following. And uh, I hadn't thought about what you just said. I follow a site in the UK and it's called RAF Luton and they're like the pretend air force and they always put the wrong aircraft in the photograph. Mm-hmm. And the amount of people, oh, no, no, that's not an F one eleven, that's a F sixteen, and of course, yep. then everybody joins in, and and, and it's uh, uh, so so it's targeted disinformation for viewership, yes. right? Is that where we yeah. are? It, yeah, yeah it, exactly, it, man. And it doesn't have to be like significant. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, don't be like you know holding up a heart and be like these lungs are really great, you know, like if if you're trying to do something serious, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if it's yeah, man, I'm telling you, that's that it's those small things, you know. We're, we're like we're we're on the biggest uh, ship in the world or whatever, and it's the wrong ship in the picture, and you're like, that's no, that's not. And but man, they love they love like feeling oh yeah, superior. oh yeah. If you ever if you ever feel like no one's listening and you're screaming into the void, just misspell something in a oh post. My oh my god, they'll come out. They'll come out. The grammar police uh, ha- oh, have an early warning system, and they will come out and 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 tell you that you're wrong. Oh yeah, on my CPR video, <clears throat> we said it's uh, less than ten percent. It's a less less than ten percent survivability rate if people don't do CPR before we arrive there. Uh-huh. Fifteen of us watched this video and, and watched it ten times to just make sure everything was good, and we had the greater than symbol wrong because we're idiots and <laughs> that was the number one comment not wow i learned how to do cpr today it was it's, it's, it's less than bro we're like oh my god but uh, it, it was great man really hate, hate clicks counts the same as love clicks. Ah, that's well all day you, all you know day. not and again viewers listeners we're not advocating that we go for you know deliberate misspelling deliberate disinformation but to, yeah interestingly i was i was on a on a webinar with juan cardona this morning and uh, I didn't realize this, but Juan is actually a native of Colombia, um, mm-hmm. was born in Cali, Colombia, and he was talking today from Bogota, believe it or not, the power of Zoom, right? It's, it's how good it mm-hmm. is. But uh, he was talking about this misspelling thing, and uh, they had the World Series of something or the other come to, to Colombia, except they spelt wor- world, W-O-R-D. And so, and of course, that then caused massive commentary yeah. from around the word, um to uh to, to to and so what happened is the next day the local newspaper stopped using the word l in everything 
and I said, and, and just to prove it doesn't matter, you were, you you knew exactly what we meant, and now oh. you're reading this newspaper, you still know what we meant. So just yeah. leave leave it off. But uh, you know like that, that that then to your point, then flipped the whole narrative into you know mm-hmm. it was the word cup. Great. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love that. Man. I'm telling you that there, the negative feedback loop in social media, it's an unfortunate thing, but it is the truth. The negative feedback loop in that stuff, it's exponential and it will truly yeah. boost, boost videos, boost, um, you know, things up. And like I said, if you're trying to do a video where you're trying to, you know, come across as a competent human, uh, then, you know, maybe not do that or maybe have something that's, that's obviously incorrect for the video, that kind of thing. But social media is outrageously powerful. It is extremely good. Uh, the, it can be used for bad, but for the most part, it really is the most powerful tool in anyone's toolbox. I don't care who you are or what your agency is or what it is. If you want to remain relevant, you know, get more interest in your product or, or your company, you need to use social media in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And sometimes literally thinking outside the box, one of the biggest things, look at advertisers now, they're using TikTok style videos. I mean, you're talking yeah. people that used to spend a half a million dollars on a production. They're paying some kid $300 to do a stupid video on their phone and they're getting the same amount of reach. So it's like, that's it's, pretty it's amazing. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I, mm. I, I want to shift gears and ask, um, you know, I, I've, I've long said that learning is best accomplished between fits of laughter and the 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 humor that you bring in, in fire department chronicles and everything uh, allows you allows you to talk about and broach more difficult subjects. And, and fire department coffee is is supporting that that cause as well by promoting mental health and, and, and wellness, uh, among public safety and firefighters. And tell us, tell us more about that and how, how that, uh, that fuels your passion. Oh yeah. No, I think in general, uh, the subject of mental health is always such a super dark, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, it's just a very serious subject for obvious reasons, but you know, as you said, Rob, uh, you know, we always kind of lean towards that dark humor thing, you know, the station humor, Mm -hmm. the stuff that I tell people, just don't put that on the internet. Uh, whatever you do, don't put that on the internet. That's how you're going to get fired. Uh, but I mean, in general, it's just being able to approach serious subjects, whether it is, you know, see, uh, choking or, or CPR or using an AED or talking about your feelings, that kind of stuff when it's approached with a comedic background statistically immediately tells you that or through statistically you, that it's been proven that people who approach things through comedy it actually makes people retain the information longer because it's almost yeah. like a, a new thing they laugh they associate whatever that whatever that subject was with a happy period or happy moments and i believe what i've seen with a lot of this especially i teach i do a, i go around i travel i do something called how to hug 101 it's a uh, 35 to 45 minutes sometimes an hour with with uh, questions but it's literally just a very basic uh thought process and approach to talking about your feelings things that everybody so uh, that everyone does on a daily basis but in a fun comedic way because dude we can we can talk about bad stuff but it doesn't always have to be like super serious you know that's fantastic and uh i I, yes comedy is great i can quote anything that john cleese has ever done yes there we go He's he's just resting. He's pining for the fjords. He is pining for the fjords, Kelly. Pining, right. yes, indeed. That's what I said. Yes, See, you you ha- you need a, a lesson in southern dialect. Yes, this I show is not this this show is not departed. It's very much alive, though. Yeah. We don't we don't we don't know many uh, we don't know many words, so we have to stretch them out and make them do tricks. So, so uh, uh, but I will say, um, uh, as a southerner, uh, my dialect is closer to the king's english than any other 
accent in the United States, and that is a proven fact. See, I am hoity-toity. I did hear that somewhere, actually. You're probably more English than I am, Kelly. It's true. It's just Rob's mind right now is blown. If you're listening to this on a podcast, that that just blew me away. He's like, did a redneck just tell me that we're blood brothers? (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's next for you, Jason? Obviously, uh, you know, we're we're enjoying the content you're creating. But, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, what's happening next? I think, you know, uh, just more contents. We, I have some, some fun, uh, projects in the works right now, obviously with fire department coffee, just, uh, the incredible opportunity to be in NASCAR and NHRA. There's just two very cool, uh, two very cool atmospheres, two very cool sets of people that, you know, I, my family's from Kentucky uh, and, uh, I should be in Kentucky in, in a couple of weeks and then uh, actually in Georgia next, next week as well. So, uh, we're just going to be kind of uh, diving into that further with Chronicles. I have some pretty cool projects coming up, uh, hopefully in the beginning stages of uh, one TV show and then possibly doing some cool online series for training, which would be very, very cool. Some comedic that is, approaching to it. So. That is pretty awesome. And and we look forward to, to viewing all of them. Uh, before we close, I, I have one question to ask. How awesomely fun was it to shoot the fire department coffee commercial with steep amiotic where you uh Dude. where you you shave and creamed him and he's chasing oh you across the firehouse and he was let me tell you that is one of the coolest <laughs> things i've ever met man like yeah i was like hey i'm gonna put shaving cream on your face and we're gonna pretend to run slow through a station right and he's like okay that's cool with me man let's go <laughs> like he's down for anything he doesn't care and he was by far one of the most humble humans i've ever met especially for someone that's a five-time heavyweight champion i mean this dude was just so, such a cool guys. So it was yeah, very fun experience. That is that is awesome. Uh, and guys, we uh, uh, Jason, especially tonight, we we glad that you were on, and hope to have you on again soon. And for myself and our our esteemed international correspondent and fill-in co-host Rob Lawrence, thanks for tuning in to Inside EMS. And for myself and Jason Patton, we'll catch you guys next week.